Hey, welcome to Texas! He's a 10. I choose this family. guys, welcome to episode 105 of 911 Lone Star Roundup. I'm one of your hosts, Grace, and with me are my lovely co-hosts, Katie. Hey guys. And EJ. Hey everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about 911 OG Ups, six, season six, episodes 17 and 18, titled Love is in the Air and Pay It Forward. Yeah, not only is this the last episode before our hiatus, but this is also the finale episode. So we've got a lot to talk about here. I'm going to say these, the, the three-digit podcast episode numbers throwing me for a loop. I know, I know. I, I was struggling. I was worried about the episodes. We will probably just n- drop that, but for now, it's it's okay. <laughs> I had thought that recently. Maybe eventually we'll drop that. <laughs> so let's get going. We open up with everyone talking about their different plans. Another day in the firehouse. Hen and Karen are having a staycation because Denny is having a sleepover with Nathaniel. We love we love the you know the figuring out some time here mm-hmm. like that. Eddie, Eddie is having to figure out how to say no to another date that is Dia set him up on. Oh gosh, love meddling Dia's, but oh my gosh, oh my god, realize the man's gay, please, please, he's <laughs> please. So gay. He has a husband, and he has for several years now. Yes, yes, he has. Like how many fan fictions I see where it's like, oh, the, he but comes over for Sunday dinner. I'm like, it's gotta happen. I'm like. Right? I mean, come on. He doesn't just show up on random days. He knows when it's time to eat. Speaking of Buck, his husband, for some reason, suggests that he needs to download a dating app. And then he says he has. He just hasn't opened it yet. I'm like, Eddie, did you download Grindr? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) Knowing Eddie, he might accidentally do that, not realizing what he's getting. Not realizing that it's okay. (laughs) You know, I feel like I need to write a fanfiction where he does that and he has a big realization. I, I'd read it. <laughs> I, I I would hey, love hey, I would love one where it's like Eddie downloads Bumble and it's like first he has men and women and then eventually he just takes it takes it off and it's just men. Oh, he's like, oh my god, muscles. And then he's like, oh oh, press no, never oh, mind, muscles. Um, <laughs> right? He's like no. So Robbie and Chim are both working doubles. Uh, Chim thinks that he has to get money to pay off the ring. And Eddie's telling him to get the insurance money. And I'm just like, oh, Chim, it's literally yeah. at your house. Um, I know, yeah, because that's where we left off. Like, the ring was in the dollhouse. It's, right. oh my goodness. And Robbie is apparently saving up to buy another apartment building. This is his third. I'm like, sir. Dude, how old is Robbie? Because, oh my gosh, he's <laughs> He's like, how, how are you doing this on a firefighter's wage, sir? I know. He's like a businessman on the side. I love to see it. Okay, like, this is like, I like, I don't know. I have thought about, like, every once in a while, I've thought about, like, how old Robbie could be. And I always got, like, yawn ish vibes. Maybe, like, I don't know. In the past, I was like, maybe he's like 22, but like, how are you affording apartment buildings? Assuming you don't have much money. Um, when yeah. you're literally... like I know he I know he says something about like getting generational wealth like starting generational wealth so it doesn't sound like he has that back in him so I don't, like my my idea is like maybe he maybe he made some smart financial decisions when he was young maybe invested oh, yeah. a little and bought down maybe bought maybe a run down apartment building fixed it up a little bit got some money from that got enough to do the 
other. So either way, he's got a profitable side business, apparently. Right, I'm like, sure. But also, this is LA we're talking about. Like, sir, how are you affording any of I know, this? land value down there alone is expensive. Uh, Which it explains how he's earning money, but how to get the money to start this. I don't know. Mm, I mean, good, good for him. I love Robbie more and more every time I see him. So. I know, I know. He's so grown on me. Like, he's re- like, mm. I, I kind of was neutral on him at first, and then I'm like, okay, no, no, I like this kid. Now I'm just liking him more and more. Like, it's growing up before our eyes. I but want I a to- Robbie Begins. Okay, because last, last season they mentioned how he had like childhood cancer or something. Yeah, and he so, had childhood cancer. So I'm like, uh, Robbie Begins when? Okay, at that moment I was right. like, Robbie yeah. Begins when, yeah. but. Please? What like, I want to see it? this. I really want to see it. So uh, Chim calls Maddie and they get a call at the station. So he has to go. Uh, (laughs) Chim and his coffee. Sir, you have an addiction. Also, you need to sleep. I can't. I can't even judge him because I'm the same way. I I might honestly feel a little worse. He just freaking chugs it because I can't. I would not do that. That's why I don't drink hot. He's like hot, 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 and that just reminded me. Uh, guys, remember Jinx? Um, where Buck did basically forget? the same thing. No, yeah, I guess I can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my god. Oh, oh my god. For real. I'm I'm gonna rewatch that very soon. I, I <laughs> so we have Maddie cleaning up at home and she finds the ring at the dollhouse. Finally. And I'm like, oh, you did you did it a little earlier than I thought she was going to. I thought she was gonna find it at like the end of the episode. No, you found I know. it the very beginning i'm like okay this has this this game started <laughs> i'm 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 so hyper for this episode I'm just gonna say i'm i'm full charge ahead so eddie we, we switch scenes eddie is apparently thinking about golfing which sir you are not in your late 70s why are you golfing <laughs> i feel like his soul is old though yeah That's true. true he is an old soul um i feel that yeah and, and this is a whole this is a whole thing. He he's going hiking. He's going golfing, and you like see the initial attraction of like everybody. Like I swear, a guy was checking out on that too, oh, and I'm like, yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> like, I'm here for it. The, the, Whatever like, gets his body. Husband, like the husband or the boyfriend of one yeah. of the girls that like, uh-huh. so he was looking at his ass, okay? And I'm like, I mean, I mean same, but like I, I would, would. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, have y'all seen him? Okay. Seriously. Damn. Uh yeah. No. It this was so you have you have the initial, you know, showing him interacting, and then you have like everything going wrong. The boyfriend showing up, the dog snarling at it, like, okay, honey, this, yeah. this is why you are gay. This is literally the universe. Right. This is the universe attacking and saying no. At you. And so we have Maddie staring at the ring, wondering what to do. This is so funny. I was a sign of laughter. Like she, she kept running off to do something, then like peering around the corner, like it's right. attack her or move or something like that. I'm like, <laughs> honey, okay, <laughs> like, yeah, that. And then she tries it on, which it was so pretty on. She can't get it off, which typical, of course, the standard. Yeah, <laughs> of like, course, yeah. this is sounds about right. Right, nine one one. This is. Pretty damn standard. Let's be honest. I mean, every show. I, this has happened it's on true. like at yeah. least three or four shows I've watched. Yeah, at yeah. least it's like the standard ring gets 
stuff kind of deal. But I'm like, it slid on so easily and then it just didn't come off. And I'm like, okay, honey, like, did your knuckles swell in the last two seconds? Like, are you fine? But like, also, quick question, how do they remove it later? Like, do they remove it later? <laughs> like, how do they get that done? I don't, I don't think they ever did. Yeah. I'm like off screen musing like did they figure out how to get that off eventually it probably wasn't actually stuck they probably just made it look like it was yeah well no i i know that but like off screen but still on the show that's yeah. what i'm saying like, oh yeah no i feel like it i don't know they probably like it probably didn't matter like, since it wasn't actually stuck i don't know yeah we left it to all of our imaginations yeah, yeah. That's Honestly, I, 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 I'm going with believing that Buck, in fact, did cut it off. Because um, <laughs> I think that's funnier. <laughs> so Buck goes out with Natalia. Mm-hmm. They're like, I have very mixed feelings on this scene. No, actually, not very mixed. All my feelings are kind of negative about this scene. Uh, we see a familiar face here. So we run into Lucy. I, I did, I, I'll just go straight up. I didn't like that. I've never really liked Lucy. The opinion changed very little. Um, and I just saw it and I was like, oh, come on. And of course, it starts a theme of running into like or seeing ex-girlfriends. Um, but she says how she has a few stories. And then Buck introduces Natalia to Lucy. Because Lucy is apparently working for air support now. And I'm like, okay, that's what happened to her. Good for her. That that has some thrill. Yeah. Then. I guess the only reason why it didn't bug me a lot. Because honestly, I'd rather Lucy show up than Taylor. If I'm being honest, True. I think we all can agree on that with yeah. whatever opinions we have on either of them. And I don't know. I just didn't take anything she said super personally. Like, I don't think that like she's not an ex. Like, they just kissed one time when they were both drunk. One of Buck was obviously drunker than she was, but that's here nor there. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think that's really think, all that happened. I think what bugged me is just like how much made it sound like he was a player or at least that's how i heard it like she, I, th- I felt like she said she said it like he, they were more involved than they actually were mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of what bugged me plus i have very negative feelings on the, the kiss that happened itself so um i think just the whole scene bothered me because of that also because it was in a similar setting that the kiss happened in who knows <laughs> i know it did look familiar yeah i i don't I think when I watched this, because it has been a little while now since I did watch it, um, I think my thought was I actually am glad um, Lucy showed up only because I'm glad she is like was there to kind of like drop hints that, you know, there was other things like in Buck's life in his past, um, which kind of was like because you could tell that this Natalia chick, I'm assuming. I Honestly, I'm not even going to learn her name. That is her, her. name. <laughs> Natalia. Yeah, okay. I was like, that's in the notes. So I'm assuming that's her name. Um, and like, she kind of was hinting and like trying to find out like more about Buck's past. And I was like, yeah, you don't need to know it. And, you know, let's have some more girls come out of the woodwork and, you know, like maybe scare her off. That would be nice. <laughs> so, For real. Like, okay. <laughs> and you're right. I'm, I'm glad it was Lucy. I definitely would not have wanted Taylor to show up. Oh, if Taylor had, I think things would have just gone into a shit show. I think Buck would have shut down, honestly. For real. That would have just caused so much issues. So many issues. Yeah. Because, like, all all of that was... mm, Yeah, no. I'm... No, if I had to choose one, Lucy, 100%, I would pay her to come back instead of Taylor. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously, (laughs) though. I don't make 
Um, <laughs> but I would spend some to pay her to that. Um, so, you know, you guys also got a good point there. Um, so we wind, we wind up with the 118 talking in the fire truck. Uh, Bobby's glad to know that Lucy's doing well. Um, Buck wants to know if she asked not to come back. And Bobby mentions how Lucy is looking at getting promoted. And they just have more spots available over there for that potential. Then we wind up in a whole talk about Eddie and his adventures. Because uh, he went golfing and hiking on the same day. And they're like, you're looking for a sign. And Eddie's like, no, you guys know I don't believe in that stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> so many jinx feels in this episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do. And then Eddie just wants what he had with Shannon. I'm just like, are you sure about that? Do, do you, you actually, remember like, if we're going super little, literal retalking, that's my thing. And like, you can never, like, this is my thing if you could have what you had with each person would that really make each person special or each relationship Mm. special no no not at all plus like he's talking about what a very young him had because we have we got so much of a timeline confirmed in this episode which i adore um they connected in senior year of high school we can assume that at least a year or two later that's when chris was and so flash four, and Eddie was in the military by then. So we're looking at him much younger, obviously. And yeah, I just Eddie's, Eddie and Buck, this confirmed Eddie and Buck being the same age. And that really sent everyone to, um, I don't know, everyone kind of went crazy. Oh my God, Buck and Eddie can't be the same age. What the heck? They're the same age? You know, I didn't even think about that. I'm so used I to thinking of him as being in his mid, like, early mid 30s what the heck okay no okay that that kind of twisted everything in my brain for me that, that um, makes my brain hurt right now <laughs> see i does. heard the people talking about this a while ago like i forget even how it came about i don't remember who told me this but like i heard it and like then every like 9 fan um was talking about it and i was like okay <laughs> yeah i mean it really changes everything <laughs> It changes everything because he literally, like, he, we're so used to him being, like, the older, like, of the two. And now they're looking at being the same age. Like, I won't be surprised if he was at least a year older still. But, like, I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this. Right. Uh, He's definitely the older one, whether if it's a year or six months or whatever, maybe. Yeah. Also, Even if it's maturely older, older. Yeah, maturity-wise, he's definitely older, simply because he had to have a lot more life experience. Or a lot, not, I won't say more life experience. He had a lot harsher life experience. I'm thinking, yeah. you know, the military, the divorce, everything. Well, not right. divorce, more like almost divorce and his ex, then his wife died. Um, <laughs> all that, having to raise a kid solo, that kind of thing. But yeah, I... Wow. Okay, that says every- that says everything different. So yeah, we have more of a timeline now, which I adored. Um, but yeah, Eddie, do you really think you're going to get what you got with your high school sweetheart? Um, and also at the same time, that didn't go well. Not ready when you're afraid. We know we you love Shannon, but that didn't go well. So and honestly, looking at it, at Christopher too. Christopher doesn't need another like mom, like another duplicate of his mom. Right. Oh yeah, that would be, yeah, 
not good. No. But I do love that Buck pointed out, did you meet in the 12th grade? Uh, mm-hmm. Technically, they met in 8th, but they were connected in 12th. And so th- there was a whole thing there. I just, I don't know. There's something about me that loves when the team's like just talking about their lives and kind of getting a little up close and personal about things. Like, mm-hmm. are you sure about this? Like, they're such a family. I love them. I know. Yeah. So... Then we have Maddie showing up at Bucks. And this is when things get interesting. So she shows him the ring and he thinks Jim proposed, <laughs> which he definitely did not. And Bucks like, then why do you have the ring? And she explains what happened. So Buck wants to cut the ring off. And I like, I mean, I would have taken care of the issue, but then presented a whole nother issue. Right? Uh, <laughs> and Maddie's like, no. And Buck explains that he, Chimney went insane when he lost the ring. He also explains that Buck and Hen got into it, then Chim and Hen got into it, which I was like, the moment he said that, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. It was going to come up. Right. Um, you know what? I hadn't thought it would, but like looking back, I'm like, of course it was going to. And I don't I was- want they introduce anything. that It's probably most likely to come up. There's a high chance that it would come They yes. actually rarely, like, they don't drop all that many storylines in here. Like, they dropped a few, but they haven't dropped any, they haven't dropped a lot. So I'm like, of course it was going to come back up. Right. Uh, so this is when I started getting anxious. I'm like, oh no, that's, that's good. So Maddie and is like, oh, Henderson doesn't think we should get married. And Buck's like, well, she had concerns. And then Maddie just walks off. Um, Buck trying to fix things i'm just like i want to the entire time i was just like you might want to stop rambling <laughs> but this is buck you know this buck this is maddie of course it was gonna like yeah so that was an interesting scene so then we switch over to the diaz household and <laughs> eddie's helping chris with the project and this is ex- this is advanced my brain hurt just looking at it and i didn't know anything it had to do with yeah especially since chris wants it to be this way it's not really you know what it's supposed to be yeah hey you know what christopher's smart kiddo good for him yeah. i would be in the same position eddie was which was going to find some help i know i saw the cat design and i was like oh my gosh and chris like, go boy i adore though i i adore yeah, I that he that he called up bobby going help right <laughs> yeah like bobby's like the dad of the entire 118 <laughs> Oh, he uh-huh. is. I love it. <laughs> he, he's just, he's such a bad. Yeah. Uh, so Bobby, Bobby starts asking about the hiking and golf, you know, one day. And Eddie's, I love, I think Eddie said something along the lines of, listen, it wasn't my brightest idea or it wasn't my smartest moment or whatever. Yeah. Um, and Bobby tells Eddie that he can't compare what he had, what he's going to have. And like solid and listen to him. Because obviously we, we've mentioned before, that out of anybody, Bobby's gonna know what this is like because he also lost his first wife and had to do the steps of moving on. Um, and clearly he and Athena are very happy. Uh, we learned that they're just approaching their four-year anniversary. Oh my god. Like, oh my four god. years already? Ah. It doesn't feel like that long. It really doesn't. It does not. It does not. Like it both felt like- so short, and then I was like, oh my god, four years. Right? <sighs> I adored this so much um but just this entire scene gave me all the feels i was like i love a good eddie bobby like mentor dad moment like i i I love this so much 
<laughs> All right. And then off to the multiple jump scares. Uh, first with uh, Buck Nav- Nata- inviting Natalia over. And then, <laughs> and then speaking of jump scares, Taylor's on TV. Oh, talking yeah. about a book she wrote. Okay, this, like, I'm not even kidding. When I watched this episode, I literally jumped when I saw her. And Just I was like, jump thing. scare, jump scare. And, like, the fact, I, I, when she said she wrote a book, I was like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. You wrote a freaking book? Like, what the kind of, what kind, what, what is this? Oh, my God. Mm. It's, it's called Close to the Flame, My Adventures with the LAFDM. Like, that sounds like fan yeah. fiction. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure I read a fanfic that literally had a title so similar to that. I thought yeah, it was that I'm fanfic. Sure I'm sure I just have Just imagine to. it was. Oh, just God. imagine, just imagine that fanfic writer made bank with them using the idea and that would confirm that someone is scrolling through the fanfic sites um <laughs> you can't convince me otherwise those storylines they come up you know, with you know what like I, i'm convinced i'm convinced i'm convinced that some of the craziest fan fiction is written by the writers themselves it's simply because they couldn't get the ideas past the producers yeah that's my that's my that's my theory i'm sticking to it oh man um so she's she's saying like I had many adventures with the 118. Sure. Sure. If you want to call him that. Sure. Not quite. Not quite where you'd say that, but okay. Nobody will be and... corroborating that story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then but Buck, Buck's just kind of frozen. It's like, again, as you guys are saying, it's so good that this happened. Like, this was like not a thing that they actually met in person, because he just would have like completely just oh yeah yeah he he had the jump scare let's be honest right and natalia's like that's cool and buck's like yeah very cool and natalia asks if buck had a non-thing with her too which is what he called thing with lucy and he says maybe i'll tell you about it over dinner and then he turns the tv off which valid i mean i that- turned it off long before him but i think he just needed to uh <clears throat> i would have ju- jumped at her on the screen and literally broke the tv <laughs> Throw the remote at the yeah, TV. It's <laughs> totally worth it. Um, I, would not I would gladly spend the money for another TV. You know what? I would have just dumped it off the balcony. <laughs> like, you know, been like, oh, sorry, sorry down below. That's your car? My bad. It's an X. Um, like, yeah, it's. Uh, I hope that's the very last we ever see a kill. I know. It's funny because, like, people had been saying, like, I forget how long before this aired the people have been saying they were like oh Megan's on like the Fox lot okay you know how many friggin things are filmed on that lot oh, I know. a lot a of lot. things so I was okay. like oh she's definitely not coming back and like okay they did her they had her there and I I was like okay this is really stupid and yeah did and that was totally a jump scare but like I'm just happy there were no interactions between anybody with her mm-hmm for real, and I hope it stays that way. I never want to hear a reference again. All right. that good shit. I like, don't want to report nothing. We have like her career devastated or something. Like I don't know, maybe that's a little far. But I don't know move. how I. Yeah, like move to New York, clear across the country, move to England, even better. Like <laughs> get an ocean wave. Um, yeah. So currently feelings not. Uh, Jim is trying to file his insurance claim. I've just got to say. One thing. She does not paid enough for this. 
<laughs> but it's so chim like so chim. so chim i know it's like i've had interactions like that where people are telling you your life story and you're just standing there like uh-huh 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 i have those um people that like like there's people that you you don't mind a little bit but then there's those people that you literally just met and then they give you your whole life story and you're like uh-huh uh-huh um mm-hmm. i do not get paid enough to listen to this only person that i just met that i'm gonna give my whole life story to is if i need a new therapist i was just <laughs> about to say the same thing yeah like no chim you need um well, let's be honest you all need therapy therapy for you therapy for you therapy for us we're sending box the bill they need to go back uh, to therapy that's for sure yeah i think they all do <laughs> oh my gosh but like he he's questioning if he should propose and i'm like honey don't literally not paid enough i think if some if someone okay if someone just came into my work and like was putting the question up if they should propose to me well i am a bartender so like that's kind of an expected question to get let's be honest but like in any other scenario i would just leave well no i don't i would probably get fired if i just left but still I just note myself out of the conversation. Talk to your freaking partner. (laughs) So Maddie goes to see Ken, which I was super anxious for this scene, but I'm just going to preface that this went a lot better than I thought it was going to. I'm actually really happy with this conversation. I really Um, liked it. He tells her that she found the ring and asks where it was. Maddie mentions that she had a feeling she wasn't supposed to know about it, and she thinks that Ken thinks he shouldn't have bought it. And Ken says that she doesn't know what that fuck told maddie but that's not what she said i'm like of course she, she knew it was fuck um like well <laughs> buck let's be season meddler which i get it he's uh, protecting his sister it's 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 good and stuff but like we know also, who he is also like so many different like groups are just the gossip girls like they just are the whole whole chain you know and of course that's a sister that yes. my siblings have not to gossip with um right so then Maddie, uh, but, you know, Hen says that's not what she said. And Hen asked what she, or Maddie asked what Hen said. Hen said that she thought that they have both been through so much. And Maddie kind of interjects that, you know, you mean I put him through so much. And Hen said that's not what she said. Maddie explains that she left him and G for a reason. And Hen says that, yes, to protect them, but you have to understand. That's why I said what I did to Chimney. She's just trying to protect Chim. And Maddie says, from me? And Hen explains from himself. I'm going to say this already. I already feel like this conversation is a lot more clear on some of these points than the actual conversation with Chim. Yeah. Uh, and so I actually like this conversation more than the one that Hen had with Chim. Because I feel like oh, yeah, a lot more clearly explained. Um, and Hen explains that Chim was freaking out and she just wanted him to take a breath. And that maybe Maddie should too. And Maddie explains that the program in Boston... Um, that she took when she was away for six months. Ta- taught her a lot, but it didn't teach her how to reconnect with people in her life. And Hen tells her that she doesn't have to be embarrassed about what she went through, which preach. Um, she went through, uh, they all have their scars. And Hen asked why she hasn't told Chim that she found the ring. And Maddie said how it's more than just words and a piece of paper. There's a power that we give away. Uh, and that she didn't know about that first time around until afterwards and honestly i felt like there was just a lot of there was a lot of truth in that i think a lot of people don't think about what what they really give in these kind of things oh yeah 
Yeah, give you Maddie, put out, you're make you're you're giving oh gosh, I don't know how to say it. There's a vulnerability that you give away mm-hmm. in a more uh, committed relationship or not like that. You are giving someone the power to hurt you. And the vulnerability and the knowledge in your life with which to do so. And that's why relationships are scary. Um, yeah. Just saying. But she also says that he's Jim and he's not that guy, which he's not. And then Penn says to Maddie that she isn't the same person she was back then. And that is, that's just amazing hearing her say that. I think, I feel like she's been doing th- some thinking about this since her and Jim's talk. I feel like that shows in this in this conversation. But just yeah, she's not the same person she was with Doug. She's not even she's not the same person she was before she had G, after she had G and the postpartum. Maddie, Maddie just keeps growing. Like I feel like Maddie's one of the more developed character arcs that we had in this series. And we get an acknowledgement of that here. And we love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Maddie actually tells him that the, the ring is stuck, which I had honestly forgotten about until this point because uh, I was invested in the conversation. And she asks him, or Hen asks if she wants her to help her get the ring off. And Maddie shakes her head no. And I adore that. I'm like, yeah. yes, we're getting somewhere. I don't know what's about mm-hmm. to happen, but I'm so stoked for it. Oh, yeah. Very. It's like, wait, is this happening this episode? Because I honestly was not expecting, like, if the engagement was going to happen, I was not expecting it to happen until the finale i was like oh my god it's going to happen this episode oh my gosh so i'm freaking out a little bit uh yeah so (laughs) we switch over to a less than great situation uh so buck explains his history to natalia which is something like i actually have mixed feelings on him just telling her everything yeah i don't feel like that conversation needs to be had yet uh, I don't know. Like part of me thinks that if we had talked about exes, then might as well just get it all out of the way at once. But like, they're not even officially dating or anything. They're just sitting. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're headed there, which is, and oh, I don't know. I feel like that's pretty normal for people to literally tell people about their history if that's their thing the what they want to right now and i feel like he was trying to figure things out and figure like what he wanted to do so i feel like for him to have a future if he that's what he wants he yeah. felt like he had to I, his I can, choice i can see that um I, I i do see what you're saying i think my issue was that it kind of felt like his hand was almost forced just by two chance things that happen and so maybe that's where my love feeling comes from that like yeah. Ryan to Lucy, that was a chance run-in. Seeing Taylor, that was a chance run-in, but they both like tipped the hand a little bit. And I think that's where like I feel a little weird about it. It's definitely weird. Like you don't oh, owe yeah. her anything. But I think he yeah. felt almost insecure about it. Like, oh, she's gonna run away. So I gotta like, you know, tell her this, all this about myself to <laughs> secure almost that chance that they'll have something i'm kind of glad we didn't have to sit through that particular conversation if i'm being honest oh my god can you imagine okay i dated this girl i hooked up this girl I hooked up this girl that's what it would be the girl would... on the fire truck um <laughs> oh well, then there was the girl that <laughs> that had the snake around her neck how many oh. other patients <laughs> i so hope that he many. stopped mm-hmm. um, i mean technically Hopefully he did include the hookups, but I hope not. Like, all you need to do is say that you have, if you need to tell your partner about that, just be like, I, I yeah. went through a phase when I was a little younger. 
I'm clean. Show the paperwork. You're fine. Right. Exactly. Also be like, as far as I know, there are no children. Which, speaking of children, Cameron shows up. (laughs) I forgot about that part. Yeah. I forgot about this perm donor storyline. So Cameron shows up and Buck has to explain he's a donor. And apparently Cameron and Connor are having issues. Honestly, I felt a little bad for Natalia in this because that that is a lot to be thrust into. But then she just kind of leaves. I'm like, honestly, I same i probably also would have left at that point because bro like, percent like what there, the there's, hell there, there's this no space for me in that girl world. shows up and you're like what the hell you right? father <laughs> wait what what that's what listen, i listen if we're talking about signs just saying maybe this was showing that's up. a sign you should look at the signs <laughs> just leave <laughs> um just leave please yeah there was that was certainly something so we get to the good part we get to Maddie and Shem. Shem sees that Maddie has the ring on. They're talking. And he's so relieved that she found it. And this this scene, I... I so she was making it so obvious. Because he didn't notice it like, right away. She right. had to make it so apparently obvious. Like <laughs> yeah. any woman would. That she was Next wearing Next moment would have been li- literally thrusting her hand in his face. Being like, you see what anything new here? Like, right? uh, does my hair look good? That's what I My hair like. look good, you know? But I have something on my face, like dragging my hand across my face, that kind of thing. <laughs> like, she no. did it so subtly to the point where like, I was like, okay, I like this a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Jiang comes out and um, Maddie asks if he will marry them. And I'm like, ah! yeah, that was so, so cute. cute. And, he, and she gives him a little tinfoil ring, which is also so cute. Yes. Oh my god. I I just, I love this so much. My heart. We've been waiting a while for this. I, I, I'm so glad we finally got here. All right. So we're back at the hardware store with Eddie. And so Eddie runs into Marisol, who I kind of forgot existed. Um, I did too. I was like, wait, who is this? But then they kind of eight. explained it. So I was like, oh, okay. We're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad they, they did some follow-up instead of expecting us to remember. So Eddie's still looking for things for Chris's project. Marisol is the one who they helped her fix her house last season after her brother spilled all the insulation. Um, yeah. Which I'm just going to say, uh, you mean that that's that scene where Eddie and Buck strutted into the house together, <laughs> looking fine as fuck and together as fuck. Are we talking about that? Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> that's apparently the same person. Like, honey, you didn't get a vibe there. Like, yeah, mm. I guess not. I guess she's into that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I mean. <laughs> Maybe oh, that's, I don't know. She's into repressed homosexual men. <laughs> Apparently, um, that is what she's. That's what the writers are no. trying to tell us. No, repressed bisexual because if she was into repressed homosexual, she'd be after Eddie. Well, no, nope. I've got it mixed up. Never mind. This is Eddie. She's after repressed homosexual men. Mm-hmm. It's Natalia that's after repressed bisexual. There we go. We got it straight. Straight like the boys are not. Um, moving on. <laughs> Amen. Um, <laughs> uh, can't we tell I'm all over the place? Um, so. We, we see that. They're reconnecting. There's something there. And I'm like, oh, of course there is. Um, so we go back to Buck's place. Buck has Cameron still over. And uh, we just, we learn that temporarily staying. I think the scene where he was calling Connor to like figure out what was going on or trying to get him to talk. Spoiler alert, it didn't work. 
Uh, yeah, and so yeah. has a house guest. And yes. then Chin is has to call poor Gina back so he doesn't go to jail for insurance fraud. Yeah. Know, the panic. It's like, wait, I gotta call. <laughs> I don't need to go to jail. And I listen how she, for the second time, she says, Papa Jail? And I'm like, I, I that was so funny. I died. Oh my God. And that's the end of 17. So we had a lot happen in this one. Uh, but this is just the beginning. We've got the finale for now. Uh, so mm-hmm. we're, we're on the whole thing. So we're doing one of. We're doing one of like the mid-accident scenes before we go into a second time a little bit. So we have Lucy reporting a mayday since multiple firefighters are down, but they can't go to assist since they have a spinal transfer. Maddie asks how many firefighters are down, and Lucy says the entire 118. And I was I think the 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 sentiment is, oh shit. It was oh, because yeah. that would uh they made the promo for this, I remember, so bad because everyone was like, oh my god, what if Bobby dies? Oh my god. Like, I think that was the only, like, real... And it also was like, Buck just got hurt literally not that long ago. Literally at the beginning of this half of the season. It's like, let's mm-hmm. not hurt him again. That's a little too much. Real. Oh my god. So yeah, there's a heart, heart-stopping moment here. And then we go three hours earlier. So Cameron is still at Bucks, and oh, this is this is where yeah, this uh, is Buck where is telling the Connor that he has to talk to her. Yeah, yeah. so not not before. Um, and this just feels weird. Like this isn't his job. Like, uh, like I'm 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 happy he's able to give her a place if she really had nowhere else to go. But like, I don't know. I, it's, I just, weird. it's weird. It's very weird. And it's like, why did they have to do this? Like, this whole storyline was already weird enough. Like, he um, hadn't really heard from Connor before this. Like, yeah. before the whole sperm donor thing. And then it didn't feel like they were really in contact. And then she just oh, shows up. Well, and I don't have it of just showing know. up. I feel like it's kind of one of those things where he, they're, yeah. he, he did what he needed to do. And he's been kind of hands off, which is how it's supposed to have been. Um, exactly and i think that was the plan but then didn't she say something when she first showed up that said like your child is doing this to me or something like that i think so but i kind of blocked it out because that's i I don't know but that's weird i'm pretty sure she said something like that and i was just like and that's that's what my wife had to explain to natalia oh i'm just the donor and that's yeah sorry but Mm. That's so it would be very rare like it's not for a donor his to just kid. yeah it's 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 very rare for a donor to just show up at the doorstep of the person who donated being like mm. yeah you're gonna hang out with me and like i'm gonna stay here because i have nowhere else to go it's like what the heck like honey right. just talk to your what is he her husband boyfriend now your man go yeah. talk to your man so this is just you know what this is the chaos um so we have chaos at the 118 shim shows up late no hen shows up late when they're having the briefing uh they both do yeah but hen was very late (laughs) because uh apparently i think they were like having foster kids there or had foster Mm -hmm. kids there that morning right and it was a lot of trouble getting them all packed up um 
So she was late. Uh, she is distracted trying to text Marisol. I'm like, honey, your husband's right there. Speaking of husband, Buck is on his phone interrupting things, literally on a call. Sir. Yeah. So uh, Buck. It's like, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor Bobby is just trying to rein in the crew and. i know right um and of course so there's an accident um lady the the lady in the so the car accident a lady in a van has spinal injury so they airlift her to the hospital the other person is in the ambulance um i did like lucy uh congratulating chim on the engagement because i guess who shows up for the airlift lucy um and Saying good news travels fast. <laughs> I loved that. I actually did. Was, I really did. Yeah, that was cute. I, I almost felt like, like my initial thought was kind of like, it doesn't feel like this is like the time to say that. But I'm like, oh, you know what? Whatever. When else? You know, you're you're mm-hmm. moving. You're not stalling things. Yeah, you're you're fine. You're fine. Uh, that was just my initial response. But like, I'm fine for now. Um. So, so we still have the 118 on the bridge, right? And a summary truck is going through. The dude's asleep, because of course he is. And he hits a pillar of the overpass, because of course he did. Of course he does, because it wouldn't be a finale without some major thing happening. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and the overpass collapses. The 118 is all there. Uh, Ravi managed to get to safety. But everyone else, uh, Eddie had was in the van. He was trying to, uh, I think he was, tr- he was doing something with the propane tank. Um, Hen, Chim, and the patient were in the ambulance. Mm-hmm. Bobby and Buck were both outside. Uh, Bobby disappeared and Buck landed on the windshield of the ambulance, which the ambulance landed against the van where Eddie is. And so we're, we're all having a great time. This is fabulous. Um, Buck wakes up. Uh, Ravi is grabbing ropes at this point. So, so, so far we've got someone up top, which is great. Uh, we, we don't discuss where all the rest of the 118 are, but we, un- we, we learn they're just more involved that we just don't focus on them. So Ravi's kind of manning it pretty solo up there. Yeah. Uh, so Chim is impaled in his stomach. Hen was knocked out. Um, so we, we're doing like a call on the, the the radio. Everyone checks in except for Bobby. So we learn that Chimson failed. We managed to get Hen to wake up, but like she's pretty damn concussed. Right. Um, oh yeah. Eddie's got some broken ribs. And actually Buck's pretty like he's cut up, but he's cut pretty scrapes, damn fun. but nothing like major, which is like thank God because he has already hit his <laughs> they, limit. They, yeah. They knew what they were doing, honestly, in keeping him mobile and like kind of casting the rest of the crew. Right. So we've got it. We've got our two youngest, Buck and Robbie, up and moving, and working to help the rest. And I'm like, I actually love this team up. I'm, I'm loving yeah. how they work together. I like it too, especially since you I, know Buck has kind of been scary towards Robbie. Yeah, in <laughs> the past, like your number one drops. <laughs> <laughs> Or no, when he was chasing after him with the chainsaw last <laughs> oh season, that's the major one I was oh. thinking about. Oh my god! This, uh, so and 
So we have Buck and Robbie securing the ambulance by ropes. So they've got it secured to the front of the engine. Um, we do find Bobby and his radio's crushed, so he can't call out. He's trapped in like a storage container that's like down on the ground where the semi is and the whole pile up is down there. So that's fun. So he can't call out. Uh, and he's pretty damn pinned. We can't really see how injured he is, but he's pinned. Um, so we go to the dispa- dispatch center. Josh doesn't want Maddie working this. It's protocol, so understandable. Right. She is way too close to the 118, but she does not take no for an answer. I think Josh figures it's going to take far less time to just let her work it. Yeah. And he just is like, okay, how how it work? And okay, I just, Josh, I, I'm just so happy whenever I see him. We don't see enough of him. Anyhow, moving really on. Don't. I love him. I love him. Can we, can we get him back, please? Thank you. Uh, so Hen is taking over as captain. Well, Bobby's still unaccounted for, because for all they know right now, Bobby's dead. Yeah. Um, I, I love Captain Hen. I'm just going to say, I... She'd make a really good is, captain. She's already done, made a good captain, so... She's made a really good captain before. Yeah. Uh, and just imagine what else she could be, like, what uh, more of a great captain she could be if she didn't have medical school weighing her on her at the time. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I'm just... Like, Yay, we, we have Hen on it. Like, yeah, she's not doing the best, but she is focused as much as she can. Um, and by not doing the best, I mean her head is not yeah. granting her any favors right now. Um, I mean, a concussion's talking here. I can understand that. Jumping around a little bit here, but basically, since Bobby's stuck, uh, so this guy we saw briefly at the beginning of the episode in like a peaceful montage going on there. Um, he he hears Bobby banging at the edge of the storage container because I think uh, Bobby had like a pickaxe or some some sort of equipment that he was able to grab and start banging, which, yay, glad he glad he was able to do something. Um, and Athena's already had to warn the civilian, like tell, telling him to stay back, and she's like, "Did I tell you to stay back?" But <laughs> because, because of the civilian. She finds Bobby and I'm like, yes, yes. Athena finding oh Bobby. Oh, I, yes. love, I just love them. They're my they're my comfort mom and dad. Can they adopt me, please? I adore them. Um, and so she has to figure out how to get them out. The whole 118 is not having a good time. Like, Hen's already grown up because she's concussed. Um, uh, it's they, they get basically what winds up happening is that. Uh, Hen gets to Chim and the patient, who fortunately the patient's okay. She's actually able to help Chim uh, with the uh, the wound in his stomach. So Hen's not having the best time. But she's able to get the patient out. Buck heads down and gets Eddie out, who Eddie is also not having the greatest time. You can tell he's in a lot of pain. Right, yeah. Um, but get gain them out. Chim's not yet clear of the ambulance. And eventually the record shifts. So the, the van that Eddie was in actually goes toppling. And Chim almost falls out of the back of the ambulance. Uh, just barely managing to catch on. Buck goes up and gets him. It's, oh, God, I was on my, the edge of my seat for pretty much all this entire accident. 
which is exactly how it should be. I'm just gonna say, like I've I enjoyed I enjoyed this even if I was like screaming internally the entire time. But so Bobby, Athena, and the civilian are stuck in the storage container because the wreckage ship did. Um, and so. <laughs> They wind up getting the construction workers because there was construction work going on under, in the underpass. Um, they wind up getting the construction workers to help them move to the debris, which I loved that, you know, utilize your resources. And so we got we got Bobby out. And I, so the civilian that had been Bobby and Athena, this entire episode, whenever we saw him, I was like, this guy looks so familiar. And actually, before before this recording, I was just reminded with Katie and EJ where we'd seen him before because they show that in in <laughs> we're the like so clueless. I know. Grace is like EJ. Are you, do you remember? And I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. You look <laughs> yeah. so clueless when I was saying that. I was like, you don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I was so, like, okay, good. We're on the same page. Essentially, uh, we going back a while. The earthquake that collapsed the hotel in the very beginning of season three, or season two, my bad, season two. Uh, so this is when we first get like Eddie into like the second episode. If guys remember, there was a basketball team, like a high school basketball team or whatever that was staying at the hotel and a kid got trapped um, under like some real bad debris. And even though like the whole, the whole thing is very unsteady, they have to really... They have to choose, like, are they going to risk getting them out or should they just do an infield amputation? It's it's a lot of stuff like that. Um, but they risk <gasps> it. They manage to get him out. Um, and this this is the kid that Bobby in particular had really helped save back then. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's why he looked familiar. This was so satisfying because I was like, where have I seen this guy before? Yeah. yeah. I, I see this I guy because I do not remember it. I don't really, yeah, I don't really, like, I vaguely remember the details of the earthquake, but it's also been, like, a, a while since I watched that episode, so I'm always, I was like, um, I mean, I remember a few details about the episode, but definitely not that. Yeah, like, it's been a little bit, like, I, all I needed to do was see the clip that they included, like, as a flashback, I was like, oh, that's the guy, <laughs> I would not have recognized him, it would not for that i just knew i'd seen him before um and so yeah i just i love when they throw something in like that he doesn't even say like he doesn't even say who he is but it's clear that he remembers and so i just love that you know um the so basically the whole freaking 118 is now in the hospital to get treated uh and that's when Hen kind of officially goes down. Like she, she's going down saying she needs CT scan. I'm like, this is so Hen. I <laughs> this this is Hen. I, I adore you. Um, and we have a good waiting room scene between Maddie and Athena because Maddie brings Athena coffee. Um, and all the 118 people have been sent home except for theirs. So we learned that the other 118 members probably want her as bad. So we love that. Good for them. They're they're all fine. Um, but there's they're saying that there should be able to go home tomorrow. Um, Athena's complaining about how apparently Bobby tried to roll himself into the elevator while she was. 
typical. <laughs> that is so typical. Bobby, yes, how far did you think you would get? The worst. Yeah. The absolute worst. And they literally talk about how like all of them are so good at helping people and literally the worst patients. Yeah. But like, I think Bobby's the worst out of all. I think worst. so. I think it's the whole leadership mindset. Like, Probably. oh, I have to lead everybody. I gotta be the strongest. I gotta never be hurt. And yeah. So have fun with that, Bobby. That is not helpful. <laughs> oh man and uh, maddie mentions you know how it doesn't seem real that they survived the bridge collapse no they were extremely lucky um and you know i i had been worried for a little bit because i'm like please don't let this be like i know i hadn't heard anything i know you guys would have told me if there had been like a major death or whatever but mm-hmm. i still had anxiety i was like Oh god! Every the longer we go without having some sort of major death, the more I get anxious when something big happens. I'm like, yeah. don't let this be the time. I love my babies. Uh, uh, moving yeah. on to the more interesting shit. Buck home and Cameron goes into labor. Oh god! Yeah, and Buck has to deliver the baby. Huh? <laughs> this is typical. Typical. And somehow, I, mean, I just yeah. remember, do you guys remember the season one episode where it was a full moon and all the women in the pregnancy yoga class? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. Well, he had practice. I haven't yeah. watched that in so long. Oh my gosh. But like, I remember the episode details. was actually really good. It was good yeah. for season one. For season one, yeah. <clears throat> and I, that just popped in mind. I haven't thought that episode in so long. And yeah, I was like, neither. I think about it oh, every right. time. It's like, is it a full moon? Oh, we have an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so also, Natalia shows up. <laughs> and she helps, which I, I don't know. That's kind of satisfying. I'm like, I, I just love how she said, she'll we leave it to the professionals? And Buck's like, I right. am the professional. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, why would you say <laughs> something so stupid? Right, you know what he does. <laughs> you know what he does for a living. He literally showed up doing his job when you met him. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I I I just thought I thought it was the funniest line, but also it's like, honey, you know what he is. Come on. Uh, yeah. Also, if you haven't gotten the idea, of this just happens around Buck yet. Get used to it, or just leave. You can just leave. That'd be preferable. I think it'd be good. Yeah, I would be here for that. Exiting. Yes, please. Uh, so, Chim shows up to the 118 after recovery, and it's, like, deserted. Yeah. And Robbie shows up, and he's like, where is everybody? <laughs> well, Chim asks Robbie where everyone is. And he says upstairs, and that cat has to do something new. Which is a pre-work meditation. <laughs> I'm I was tackling. Okay. <laughs> um... This seems like something Owen would make the team do, not Bobby. Yes, this is more Owen. This is more Owen. That was very... <laughs> I feel like Owen but... probably tried to get them to do that, but they're like, no. I feel like I feel like Judge just walked out. They're like, nope. <laughs> and TK's like, Dad, not again. I locate I do feel like TK would like does medic meditation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But because I just, I feel Carlos. like Mateo would have just kept true i also feel like mateo just would have been fidgeting the entire time and been like are we feeling time yet which every that's me every time i've tried to meditate 
So yeah, yeah. you know, but funny, funny thing is that uh, when I did try meditating when I was younger, the, the thing I listened to was like, imagine, like, let your thoughts all just run like down the, the rainbow slide on side of your head. I just became obsessed with the rainbow slide. So I was like, so focused on like the <laughs> mental image of a slide. Right. <laughs> it was just completely like, mm, meditation's <laughs> not working. Uh, it's really funny. Um, for some reason, I associate the slide with Skittles, too, and I don't know where that came from. Oh, I see that 100%. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was like a rainbow slide. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So we get a little indie montage, you know, wrapping it up a little bit. Uh, so Eddie calls Marisol, and they talk about him going on a date. And Chris is just sitting there being like, how is it so bad? This? He's probably wondering how we even got created. Because of how bad dad, how bad his dad is. <laughs> He's like, how did he ever even get this far? I know. Like, I did love like Chris urged him to do the call. He did like a little high five when like Marisol asked if he wanted to go out, that kind of thing. I loved Chris encouraging it, even though like obviously I don't like like I tra- I'm trying to make the boys straight because right. they're not. Um but I, I know, I, I thought the scene was cute, even yeah. from everything. It had its uh, moments. It was a good Eddie Chris scene. Yeah. It was a really, like, there was a solid, there have been solid Diaz family moments over the past few episodes, and I'm so in for it. Even better when it's Buckley Diaz, but, like, just Diaz overall. Um, and big news, which I was so, so happy about. Hen and Karen might just be adopting a baby girl. Yay! Uh, Yay. Both... Oh, that makes me so happy. <sighs> that re- that just reminded me. I was like, you know, they're kind of gone full circle. Well, not really full circle, but they've done it in a, a nice loop, at least from them finding out they that Karen couldn't have kids, the heartbreak over Nia, and then having Fosters even after Nia, and then they come around and they might absolutely adopt. And I'm like, yeah. Yes, I love this. Um, I just love him going, hell yeah, here's more chaos. And I'm like, that is literally just 911. Here's some more chaos, guys. Woohoo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> Buck's couch that his mom bought is ruined because Cameron literally gave birth on top of it. Also, it was ugly to begin with, so it not a problem. Like a burnt <laughs> you could orange. tell that. A middle-aged woman picked it out, if I'd be honest. To be fair, I was expecting, like, one of those kind of, like, beige-themed, like, gray couches. Like, one of the ones that is just there more for aesthetic than anything. Mm. So, at least it wasn't gray. I mean, it still wouldn't have lasted. <laughs> a birth, right. But, like... <laughs> um, and Natalia's there, and he asked her to help him pick out a new couch. I'm like, what if I just Eddie's couch, come on. Yeah, we already know that you fall asleep on it like all the time, and so does Chris and Eddie. So, so it must be a good couch. You could just use it. Like a lot. Yeah, Eddie, where but you got his just, couch? You know, from. take it to the bedroom and then just, you know, just keep movie nights on there. I was like, yeah, works for me. It just, I'm like, mm. and then they kiss, and I'm like, oh no, stop trying to make them straight. I forgot about that part on purpose. You blocked it out. Yes, or, I did. You I did. know what? I'm going to block it out now that I yeah. don't have to talk about it. Um, yep. 
Moving on. Uh, writers, we need, not writers, producers, writers, whoever's in charge, we need to have a talk. Um, so Athena and Bobby finally go on that vacation. They're mm-hmm. going on a cruise. And they didn't tell and they're joking that they won't even tell anyone when they get there. I'm like, someone might might worry, but okay. I love that though. It's like, um, well, we're not gonna go unless we don't tell anybody because then they'll get sucked back into something. So it's I so really like the idea of them just going and being like, Well, tell them when we're there. And I love that. Right. I just yeah, imagine. Just tell the them when text. they get back, just in case. Can you imagine? Oh, we're back. Where'd you guys go? Where have you been? Wait, what happened? Like three weeks. Yeah, you guys look like you're tanner than normal. What what happened? (laughs) Bob is that a sunburn? Like I don't know. I mean it wouldn't be like too far off because uh LA. True, true. Uh yeah, but I I just no, I honestly the finale was better than my expectations. Just the episode, the emergency, the whole overpass. Emergency made it. I yeah. loved that. That felt like that felt like a big call. Mm-hmm. Um, which we've kind of had that blown the past couple of seasons. Um, and I really thought this was done well. I can understand why like people have to not think it felt like a finale. It did feel like a finale to me. Compared to their other finales, it really did it. And I can't even like like why it didn't i just know i guess a lot of people were saying and i kind of agree this like it just it wasn't good for a finale and like if you look at the other finales even last finale like those were just so good so i don't know i liked it the second watch through the first watch through i didn't like it as much but i also the second time i just fast forward through all the stuff that i didn't I knew that was going to be part of like that, like talking about it and just all the stuff that I was like, nope. Mm-hmm. You so know, that might have also helped. Uh, I mean, like, I didn't like necessarily the boys getting paired up. Um, no. I don't really have anything against Marisol. I did. I really don't have anything Leah against her. I actually kind of like her. I do too. Like, honestly. Which makes it so much harder. Yeah. But, like, like, my thing with it is, like, okay, Eddie, you couldn't date Anna because of your issues. Those issues are going to come back up. Like, I think they are. They are. Plus, he's just not straight. He's not even a little bit, like, no. I don't yeah. know. It's, I don't see it lasting again. But I do feel like, I do feel like Marisol is a better fit than Anna was just already. Oh yeah, like a hundred percent. That the Anna thing was just weird just because like I get that she wasn't his teacher when they started dating, but it's still weird because she was. Yeah. It would have been different uh, if it um, many years had passed. But like it wasn't It was like a year later. It was like literally a year later and it was weird and and the math know, they just scene. yeah oh that meme that i don't even like thinking about that scene it makes yeah. me cringe so much it just wasn't like good. they just really tried to put things in there that really shouldn't have been <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable but like i i personally have nothing against marisol i don't like natalia uh-huh 
Definitely. I, I actually was okay with the character until I got reminded of like what the actor did. And I was like, oh, okay, never mind. I don't, I don't. Plus, like the character herself was also kind of iffy. Eh. Yeah. I I don't know. Like, I know we talked about this in the last episode, but like when she was so fascinated with him dying it kind of made it seem like she was trying to fetishize like that and it really just it it went off the wrong way and then after since like i think like right after the finale aired or like a couple weeks later the actress shared like the most transphobic memes on her instagram story and then she made some excuse of like why or whatever she said i don't remember seeing it. i know there's videos out there so if anybody wants to see them let me know um and then Especially she i would like to see them i never saw oh them. yeah i, I have friends saw. yeah i don't i have friends that made videos on it on the whole situation yeah so i've heard of those. them but i never heard i never like, saw thought. them personally but i saw i know I have a couple people that like make videos on them and then after the fact she then was like oh I'm gonna do an Instagram live and we something about like oh I'll I'll say this or something like that and I remember one of my mutuals was like did she ever go on live and somebody was like no she left the country and she was going on like some spiritual thing and I'm like oh for the love of god what the heck so I'm like can we just fire her can we just fire, like, can we just fire people that keeps doing your shit? Like, uh, you know like, what? Uh, I'm also a big fan of The Mandalorian, and I'm going to bring this up because of a specific example. They had a really great female character in there whose actress was a huge transphobe. Like, she said a lot of bad shit, and they got rid of her. Oh, they yeah, the same thing her. happened in uh, Station 19. Like, she wasn't a main character. She was hardly a she was a very minor character and I think it was coincidental that she didn't end up again but I also think it was on purpose because she got called out by pretty much the whole cast as she should but it was the same situation type thing and like they tried to play it off okay this shit is a lot worse than anything anybody has said I think yeah I'm not real thrilled about what I heard of it I I don't know the context what happened I just I don't like anybody that really specifically pokes at any one thing. Cause I'm like, why are you judging people like that? That's wrong (laughs) on so many levels. We are supposed to love everybody equally, not, you know, tear everybody down. And I just, I don't, I don't approve of that stuff. And you know, yeah. 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 Like, so I really hope they, they address that as of other things that have come to light, like the, Julian stuff, which I really don't want to get into. Very fair. I'm I'm just gonna say that I really hope things get addressed, especially the whole thing with Natalia because of also being a queer person, being a little gender fucking myself, but also just being in general a queer right. person. I don't want this person on a show, especially a show that's so good about representation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they've been like freaking not giving us buddy for five seasons but we can work with that um yeah i I don't i don't like this i with both the Julian situation and with natalia i just i want better for our shows yeah 
the series and the franchise with Lone Star and 911 have been very gender positive. And I feel like having care people on there that act that way is kind of not good publicity for their shows. So, yeah. Nor particularly safe for people in their casts because... To my knowledge, and you guys can correct me, but I don't believe we have anyone who isn't cisgender in the 911 cast. But Lone Star, for example, Brian's a trans man. Right. I was just thinking, like, like can you imagine if this shit happened on Lone Star? Like, they would have been fired right then and there. I certainly hope so. Because, like, that's just not safe. It's not even about, like, politics or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's about safety issues at that point. So... Yeah, hopefully this gets resolved, but aside from those things, I generally just, I like the episodes. Um, I do feel like it missed something for the family. I don't even know what it was. I can't put my finger on it. I guess that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I feel like there was, there was some good aspects to the two episodes we talked about. Um, There were some good elements and some good, like, banter and some like good team stuff because we don't get that a lot anymore um but yeah the the finale like there were parts of the finale that I definitely felt was like final like finale worth but then there are other stuff that I'm like that's just like opening up a can of worms for next season like are you purposely like leaving things open because you know you're gonna get another season or you know like yeah so it just didn't give me the vibe of like finale finale but it there were some elements that told me finale. Right. And I know like a lot of fans were comparing it to like Lone Stars because they were like, okay, that's how you do a finale. This is not. Yeah. But if we're, I think EJ, I do think you're on to something by how saying like how some things felt wrapped up while other things felt like it was a can of worms. I think you're on to something there because if we're comparing Lone Star, Lone Star was wrapped up in a nice little bow. Like I don't, there were, there are, some things mainly with like Gabriel stuff, all that, that are left open for next season. But most things were wrapped up. There were some things here that were just very much leading on for the next season, which it's not necessarily that I disapprove of that because I'm all for building up excitement for what we're coming with this season. I was, I had this gut feeling and I, I, it happened and Katie will remember this maybe, but in the night shift, season four was cut from like, like half the amount of episodes for the last season. And the last episode, we didn't know if it was getting renewed. And then the last episode um, was like such like everything was tied up. Like all the loose ends were tied up. I'm like, okay, this is. And then like a couple of days later, they announced that it was canceled. I know that Um, was the worst because there was those few things they were like, oh, this might happen. And then it was like, what the heck? Right. And then that little clip at the end really irritated me. So I just pretend that never happened. Um, So, yeah, I just I feel like. Sometimes the networks can get a vibe throughout the season as to whether or not. So I honestly, there's a part of me that feels like, did they think that Lone Star was going to get canceled? So they're like, we want to make sure the wedding happens. And they were like confident that 911 was going to get renewed. And then see, I thought it was opposite because really, yeah, because they literally had to make the decision months prior secretly that they were going to move networks for 911. I almost feel like maybe Lone Star Secure. It's it's on the network it's on right now. Mm-hmm. And it has a huge fan base. It is a very secure show. 
911 was in limbo. It was switching. It was in limbo. It was like and it has a it has a huge fan base, but it's a divided fan base at that. Yeah. So I feel like maybe they deliberately left some things open to encourage a renewal. That's my personal thoughts. Like instead of tying everything up, they were really gunning for it. Right. And and that could be why it didn't feel like a finale. Yeah, it could be. Because it was purposely leaving a lot of stuff open and up in the air because they were hoping that would give the network enough to be willing to renew it. Um, I think I just saw an article recently that um, Angela Bassett is the um, like the highest paid female actress in Hollywood right now. Um, she's getting like, honestly, she deserves it. Oh yeah, totally. She's no, she's, so she's amazing. Um, but I'm like, okay, she's on nine one one. I'm like, wow, like that budget right there alone for her, like that's a huge yeah. budget. But especially it's since crazy. that's like, yeah. they say they don't deserve it, but it is. A- ridiculous how much they actually make per episode yeah and like do a lot like they pour their blood sweat and tears into this like i'm so like and and i know we wanted to talk a little bit about the sag after stuff going on and the wag strike and i if it wasn't for the writers and the actors and the people that are working on these shows we wouldn't have them and so it's but it's it's a it's a it's we're torn like that's a lot of money and like how does it take you know and for me like in the business I'm getting into, I'm learning some stuff about the you know, the entertainment industry as well. And stuff is expensive more than I ever thought. But you know, I actually have yeah. my own theories right now. And this just came to mind. You mentioned cost. And so we're talking about like a huge cost keeping Angela in. We also have other experienced expensive factors on there. Um so it's gotta be a huge budget. Yeah. Um but Angela and Peter, like Angela and Peter, are like literally like the highest. You know, I can't help but wonder if you think about it. Most of the diversity, like the real diversity jumps we've gotten on the show, have been early. Like we had Ken and Karen; they were together from the very beginning. Michael was established as gay early on, um, so him finding a partner later was not all that surprising. Uh, I, I'm sure there are other instances, but like Athena and Bobby getting together interracial marriage. That was established in the second season. Mm-hmm. I can't help but wonder, and maybe the reason that they're not taking some of the jumps we want, Buddy, for example, is because they're afraid that if they do piss off those people, they're not going to be able to keep the rest of the show afloat. Like they're not going to get back that budget wondering if that's not like money money it does everything like really it is the motivation behind so much in the industry which it how else is it supposed to run but i don't know that's that's my thinking about it yeah right i also saw something that they said that nylon was only supposed to have like six seasons like they only so there was that. I'm glad we're on for a seventh, even if we don't know when that's happening. And speaking of which, that segues into strikes. And I don't know the most about that. So I've done a ton of who, research. Katie, do you want to talk about all that and our hiatus and all that since I don't know it? Sure. <laughs> so if you don't know, which I don't know how you would it, um, the WGA has been on strike for like almost three months now. And then the SAG strike just started last week and obviously we support it obviously we wouldn't have 
no storylines about the writers right. and like not even like the writers like think about like the crew the actors yeah. everyone um like they wouldn't exist with all of that and there's so much with the strike um and i would definitely do like i've done heavy research because social media wise like there's things even if you have no interest in being part of wga or sag ever um definitely do research because like social media wise there's things that you probably shouldn't post like and stuff which has been like i don't know i've gone back and forth because like a lot of people are like oh it's okay if like if you post about past things like before the strike started but don't just don't talk about anything that's going to be coming out or anything current but it's also very confusing (laughs) And yeah, it's stuff. very confusing. It's um, very confusing because I went back and forth. I'm like, I don't know. It's like because I have a lot of friends that are like, oh, I'm not going to be posting like any TV or movie content until the strike is resolved. And I, and like, even before like some of my friends were posting about it, that I was like, mm, what do I do? Like, do I not just not post about anything for until it's resolved? And then I like, I've watched like tons of videos. I've read tons of things. I'm still reading tons of things. And like I'm, I I don't know because like it's like I don't know because I'm like it's I'm like ooh if I post this it's a little icky I don't know it's kind of one of those things and it's you know I support them and I feel like I don't know I feel like there's a way you can post things without being like disrespectful which I think is what a lot of people a lot of people are like well I don't think they're saying this but the way they say things is also very confusing so I I honestly I, I've done a lot of research so I know what's going on and what like there are guidelines out there but it is very confusing because it's not even just like people that make money off things obviously there's things that are very cut like very easy to figure out like obviously don't during this time don't get paid for anything but like even organically posting about things like they're like "Mm, probably not but like I don't know the way I a lot of people have explained it is it's okay to talk about things that like have happened before this but just don't talk anything that's going to be coming out um during the strike I don't know it's very confusing and it's getting very dark and I'm like I can't even believe it's been going on this long how long yeah has it I was looking on, like, a couple of months well the w- uh, WGA has been on strike since WGA has been on strike since literally like a couple weeks after once or perhaps to like May so in August it will be three months oh. wow that is a lot yeah I'll tell you what I'm glad I'm not really doing my fan fan page right now because I would not know what to do I know it's so hard because everyone's doing something different. That's my thing. No, like obviously we support the actors and the writers. Yeah. It's it's confusing times, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I was I was gonna say that I feel like this strike is gonna be on for a while, and I also feel like this is the first time we've had social media as rich as it has been. And I mean, like, there's a lot of it. The last time we had a major lengthy like WGA strike or any kind of strike was in 2007 kind of before even smartphones yeah this is a good 15 years later yeah so this is like nobody has any idea like how how do you deal with this like I want to support my favorite actor but I don't want to support 
their union you know yeah i just right and i saw something that was terrible and i'm like they're not saying to like boycott like people are like oh should we cancel our subscription services and i'm like no we're not boycotting but like i heard something about netflix where like actors like i saw actually it was from 911 but what i was going to talk about wasn't about 911 somebody posted like residual check and it was like for two dollars and change for like 911 for one of the writers and it's like what the hell like you know these people make tons and tons of money yeah i was just watching watching a video about an actor in another series that's on netflix right now and he's like i get like 86 cents for a residual for it being on netflix he's like people watch these shows all the time and he says yet the people who own the shows like the two guys that like created it are making like millions of dollars every yeah the the ceos of netflix they give yourself bonuses that are like millions of dollars and like (laughs) this one of the shows that's on like obviously there's a lot of shows on netflix that are really popular but like specifically there's a couple shows they like they basically give netflix all their money so like yeah we gave you that money and you can't even give us like like right i've saw somebody say yeah residual checks aren't like anything that they used to be like it's not as much as they used to be which i've heard like people say that had like minor roles that like oh yeah i got a check in the mail for like 20 cents or something like that well yeah and it it used to be you know 20 30 40 years ago when an actor was on a tv series and that series went into syndication, they were getting almost as much as they were when they were making the show originally. And then slowly, like, their residuals went down and down and down. And I'm like, they deserve better. Yeah. yeah. We, subscription services, especially since the pandemic, subscription services have changed a lot of things about the entertainment industry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, not to mention all these, all these subscription services that are putting out their own, like Netflix putting out their own stuff, Disney's putting out their own stuff, all this stuff that wasn't originally happening. Apple is putting out their own stuff. Like there's so much that's going on. It was bound to get a revamp eventually. And I'm hoping this is really going to change things for people. I know this is a time of uncertainty um for a lot of people that are waiting on shows like us where we, we don't know when nine months coming back we don't know when lone stars coming back right we'll wait for it as long as we need to as long as long as the strike needs to go on we're going to be here yeah. Um, right yeah it's more important also, that these people get their livelihood yeah. right also the ceo of disney is planning on selling a lot of the tv assets so a lot of people are freaking out about 911 <laughs> interesting because they well, yeah disney owns quite a few networks and they're considering selling some of those networks to other people to cover the yeah which i know people are like okay that happened with other networks last year and those shows still went on so i i'm like yeah, yeah obviously people are freaking out and i understand it and like yeah i get it conglomerates yeah. like disney they take on a lot and maybe sometimes they just gotta figure they got cut a few corners and that's scary right and people i think the main reason why people are freaking out is because they're like well i won't move because they needed somebody that could give them like the budget that they need to create the show right so they were like oh my god like this was such a mistake okay this isn't the planning for a very long time yeah. Like that. That's why when like the news came out that they were moving to ABC, none of the actors were surprised. Yeah, yeah. they had known they for just months. Say anything, but they've known. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not expecting like those sales to really impact anything for us because they would not have purchased anything with ABC. They wouldn't have gotten one everything that they didn't expect to be able to handle it. I don't know what the rest of it's going to be, but if they've been playing sales for that long, then they've been planning the buying the song. Like it's a lot of mumbo jumbo. I don't know anything about. <laughs> I know. I know barely anything. Which I think is a good way to say, you know, like we are all curious and the best thing to do is to do your research and read the articles that your favorite actors and actresses are posting and share that stuff so other people can learn from it. Right. Yeah. So we can all do the right things and not stress people out, make certain comments and divide us. We should be coming together to support others. I think that's an excellent way of saying Oh yeah, and we need to support the actors and writers as much as they need to support each other. And I remember, you know, 2007. I remember shows like one of my favorite shows was in the middle of a season. I mean, all of them were because it was in like the fall of 2007 or six. It was like all the shows just stopped airing, like none of them aired. And then when they came back, most of the seasons had been cut short by five to ten episodes. And one of my favorite shows was canceled because they lost the ratings because nobody came back to watch it. And I was like, I don't want that to happen again. I, but I also support these writers and I'm like, I'm a writer too. Like if I was in that, I mean, I'm not, I don't do screenwriting, but I definitely do novel writing. And, you know, one day I could be working on a screenplay or a script and I would want to have that same support. Um, yeah. So educated and we'll, you know, come on our Discord server and talk to us about it because we're going to have all summer to talk and we're going to have a long, lot more than we're going to have a very long time. Who knows? <laughs> we have no idea. Yeah. Like I've been saying like, yeah, things are going to go dark for a while. Yeah. Like we have no, and obviously we're not like this. We were like close. We were, this is already pre-planned, which is why it was like hard, like being like, should I post this? Should I do this? Yeah. But like this is already pre-planned and also like it's in the past so it's okay but like we're not gonna obviously come back until this is all done with um so just... we have an indefinite hiatus until we get yeah. some information right uh, yeah. which i think we could all use a little bit of break i know right I yeah so you know we're gonna take a break but we're gonna be here when we find out what happens about and let's start at the end of the strikes no need to worry on that we'll still be here right yeah don't hesitate to reach out to us we share our social media stuff online all the time you know and we've got our own personal uh social media as well as the podcast we've got the discord server um yeah and i think we'll i think it's it's a good thing we're doing this now and like it fell well for us just so that we can come back with a confident picture after right this is resolved you know right yeah like oh we know this is gonna happen or we know this is gonna you know right yeah and I always thought about like talking about like like sharing these episodes and like talking about like different storylines on social media or here that like I'm talking about these things for the writers not for like the network yeah and stuff so that's kind of how I look at it too if anybody needs any any reason to think either way um, 
And I, I know oh, yeah. that we all kind of give the writers a hard time when we think they make a crazy decision. But in the end of the day, they're it's still giving us our favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> our favorite it's all show. fun love. Like, yeah. yeah. Do yeah. I think the writers are a little crazy for just denying that Buddy is a thing? This wasn't writers, I believe, but I read an article the other day that was talking about what they want, like, what should happen in season seven. And I forget what they said in the word for word for the buddy article buddy part of it but they were like we know we 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 like these guys or something like that but like we gotta move on and everyone's like who's we i have to find them i've said it to you guys i was gonna yesterday but then i couldn't get the whole article to be in one picture so i was like god damn it i have to go to my laptop and then i never did oh man well I still have some very foolish hope we're gonna get it eventually but even then you know eventually i I don't know. This season, everyone's like, oh my god, it's going to be the buddy season. I'm like, guys, that's like, you're giving them too much credit. Listen, you know, I had hopes because six is my lucky number, and that did not pan out. So, um, season nine, anybody? Because it's my, like, uh... <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, it was funny, too, because just after this aired, the finale aired, I remember seeing a picture and it was, I think I've talked to you guys like offline about it, but it was the whole like Eddie's kneeling and it's, you know, this when he's kneeling, talking to Chris, when they made the skateboard for him, but then they have it like Photoshop to where it's a picture of Buck standing, looking at him while he's kneeling. And it's like six, ep- why is nobody talking about episode or season six, episode 19? And it was like <laughs> Eddie proposing to Buck. And I was like, if only. <laughs> oh my God. I've seen that so much. Like everyone's like, Oh, that no, I think somebody's commented. I don't know if they were being serious or not, but they were like, Oh, when's when's Lone Star season four, episode 19 coming out? And I'm like, There's only 18 episodes. What are you talking right. about? Oh my god, yeah. I mean, what was supposed to be in episode 19 anyway? You know, we got our wedding, we're happy over there. <laughs> yeah, Lewis has been married for like how many months now? <laughs> Two. Right three oh so cool two yeah just just two we're uh you know we're happy campers over on the carlos side and uh in buddy bill we're still living in desperate delusion um i think i think that's why i don't focus any of my energy on buddy because i'm like if i focus a lot of my energy on i feel like that just leads to disappointment yeah so i'm just like i'm not like on the I'm, I'm obviously I'm not on the anti side but I'm like I'm not gonna focus any energy into it I'll leave that for everyone else like I focus energy into it but if we actually get it I'm literally gonna fall off my chair and then I'm gonna have to pause things to go running around whatever I am at screaming that's probably gonna last a long time so it's gonna be a very interesting episode of that thank you guys so much for joining us and listening be sure to subscribe to the podcast we are on spotify apple Podcasts, youtube and just about everywhere your podcast can be found on itunes and spotify please rate us and leave us a review it means a lot to us you guys can follow the podcast on our socials at 911 ls roundup on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok as always, be sure to join our Discord server. The link will be in the description of this podcast and also in our Instagram bio. You guys can follow me, Katie, at the Love Tarlos on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. 
You guys can follow me, Grace, at RoninRathon911 on Instagram and at CheapGirl31 on Twitter. You can follow me, EJ, at EJ8302 on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Threads. Bye. Bye. Bye.